This episode is sponsored by Podcorn. Podcorn made it so easy for me to monetize my podcast by getting a sponsor literally the same day I signed up. I couldn't wait to share this experience with you because I know some of you have your own podcasts or are dying to start one and the process to find a sponsor was so confusing to me prior to using Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host-read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. The great thing about Podcorn is there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You'll never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and compensated for the work you do for brands. So if you've been wondering how the heck to find a sponsorship for your podcast, be sure to click the link in my show notes to sign up for Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities right away. Hey, and welcome back to the Canon Confidence Podcast. So excited you're here today. So grateful to have you. Today is a little bit different of an episode. I'm kind of just going to riff a little bit. I'm going to just kind of chat with you guys about some different things that I've been kind of dealing with in my life and just be really real with you and, and be kind of super vulnerable. I shared a little bit about this the other day on my Insta story. If you saw, um, I'm at candid.confidence on Instagram if you want to follow along, but was just kind of talking about the way I've been feeling lately. And I think it's really been, you know, the holidays are over now and the weather in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is not nice this time of year. It's, it's a rainy place. Um, it's kind of like a dreary place. And I'm actually from um, the other side of Pennsylvania. So I'm from more of the Philadelphia area. I moved out to Pittsburgh after college with my now husband. And we ended up kind of just settling down here. We had jobs here, we bought a house here, but ideally I really, really, really dream of living somewhere in the more Southern states of the United States. So like Florida would be kind of ideal for me. I really like the sunshine. I really like to be outside. And I noticed that this time of year, I tend to get some of that seasonal depression. I, I tend to get kind of down. Um, you know, it's not very sunny here very often. It's cold and there's just not a lot to do in, in this time of year. So I just kind of wanted to touch on that a little bit. I know some of you can relate to this, so I want to share. And the other reason I'm sharing this is because I promised myself this platform would never be a highlight reel. I never want you guys to look at my life and think, oh, her life is perfect. You know, <laughs> like she's always doing all these fun things and amazing things. And while I am blessed to live an amazing life and I'm so grateful for everything, you know, no one's life is perfect and everyone has things that they're dealing with. So I feel compelled to share those parts of my life with you as well. So I wanted to touch on seasonal depression and how I've been feeling. Um, I, I used to wake up in the morning. Okay, so like, I had my whole life prior to this personal development journey and kind of what I call a spiritual awakening. And so like maybe a year and a half ago or so, I was living a life where I would wake up in the morning and I wasn't like super excited to wake up and go to work or like get up and do things, right? And I would have like some anxiety and I would have some, a lot of like spiraling thoughts at night when I was laying down to go to sleep, a lot of negativity, a lot of worrying about the next day type of thing. And when I discovered 
law of attraction, manifestation, personal development, the mindset mastery work and started really doing a lot of, of inner work on myself, that really went away. And so for the past, really the past year, I've been very much able to create my own feelings and kind of design a life where I, before I go to bed at night, I'm like doing specific action steps, um, like journaling, for example, and meditating to get myself feeling really good before I lay my head down. And even because I do those things, even if I don't do them that night, it's automatic for me now. My thoughts go more to the positive. So laying down at night, I'm more like, I'm visualizing, right? I like fall asleep every night to visualizing and to gratitude. And I wake up in the morning and I'm generally excited and I'm grateful. And it's just this total shift that I created. And what I really noticed, I so I went to Vegas for Christmas. I was there for the holidays. And after the holidays were over and now it's January and it's really dreary, I noticed I wake up in the morning and I kind of lost some of that excitement. And I'm kind of like, oh, no, I just want to lay under the covers. And that really bothers me because I had, I worked really hard to create this, this really high vibe life and it was not easy. So I, I cleared a lot of anxiety through doing the inner work. Um, but some of that's been coming back and I noticed I just have not been feeling like leaving the house or doing much and, you know, going to the gym at night has been a struggle lately. It gets dark out really early. So I'm like, what the heck? Like I have to say, I have to somehow cultivate better emotions. I have to get back to that high vibe state and live in that daily because my job requires a lot of energy output. And not only that, but I fully intend to manifest a fucking badass life. And in order to manifest positive things, you have to be in a positive state. Your vibrations have to match what you want. So it's really, really important to me to get back to those feelings. So anyways, I picked up some vitamin D3 the other day. I'm excited to see if that changes anything. I do think um, the sun, the lack of sunlight could have an, an actual impact on me. I'm really an outdoorsy person. By outdoorsy, like, <laughs> I mean... I mean, like taking my dog for a walk or like having a glass of wine on the porch. I don't mean outdoorsy, like, you know, um, <laughs> like camping in tents or anything like that. But I enjoy very much like sitting on the porch and like doing my work out there or like journaling on the porch <laughs> or like boating. So that's what I mean by outdoorsy. But I very much crave just like breathing in the fresh air and all of that. So I've been doing that. I have... And then kind of the other side of it is I have cabin fever like a mofo. And this happens to me every, like, but usually it doesn't happen until like the end of winter. But always around this time of year, I definitely get into a kind of a slump. And I have cabin fever. I feel very trapped in my house. I feel like I, I need to like get out there and do things. And that's hard because it's dark out early. And then there's a whole another aspect where, you know, I mentioned earlier, I'm not from Pittsburgh. Um, I've lived here for a number of years after college, but I also didn't go to college here. So I have my friends back home. I have my, um, you know, like my best friend back home. I have an awesome group of girls that I went to college with that were my roommates. Freaking love those girls to death. Um, but like only one of them lives in Pittsburgh. 
some of them have moved away. People move, move all over after college and I haven't worked a job in years where I can make friends. So I've been in this kind of space for a while now, a couple of years where I'm just not really feeling like I have a lot of girlfriends. And I do have a couple of like absolute best friends in Pittsburgh that I'm, I'm in love with but some of them now have kids. So it just adds another element of, you know, a little bit where I want to do things that people who don't have kids do, like go out dancing and, um, you know, go to happy hour on weeknights and do things like that. And I'm just feeling a little bit lonely there. Um, so that's something where I need to stop complaining about it and just start getting out there and meeting people in my community but unfortunately for a while, I, I really have been wanting to move. So that's also been pushing me to like not seek out new friendships, but I just kind of need to stop feeling sorry for myself. I really tend to, so before I had like my whole um, personal development journey going on, I was very much a victim. Like, oh my God, I've, I've done a whole podcast episode on this, <laughs> by the way. But like I victim mindset was me, like everything I felt like I was just like so unlucky and like I just was always a victim and it was almost enjoyable in a, in a really weird twisted way because it gave me anxiety and I was not happy but it was such a comfortable place for me to be the victim to feel sorry for myself and so I tend to do that with like living in Pittsburgh you know and like not having like a ton of friends I just tend to like feel sorry for myself instead of doing something about it. And that's not really how I am now. I'm very much someone now who's like into doing things that aren't the most comfortable because I know they're good for me, even though they're the harder thing to do. So I'm kind of dealing with a couple different like things here. <laughs> but anyways, cabin fever, wanting to get out of my house, feeling a little bit stuck, um, feeling a little bit of seasonal depression. I'm just trying to figure out what I can do to get those emotions back to where they need to be and so I've been kind of doubling down on my personal development work I've been doing a lot of um, EFT tapping so EFT tapping it's emotional freedom technique it's where you basically what I do is I <laughs> search on YouTube look up Brad Yates he's the OG you want to search like tapping for anxiety for example and then it's a video that guides you through Tapping on your your face and different parts of your body that are the meridian points for um, acupuncture And so it's a it's a modality that's been used for hundreds of years I've probably talked about it on the podcast before but it releases a lot of negative emotions through like speaking that you're doing while you're doing the tapping it's incredible and I've dabbled with it for the past year or so but I've really been committing to doing at least one video a day and that's really helped me shift out of anxiety and out of kind of this like slump. So I've been doing different things like that, doing a couple of different journaling things, just doing whatever I can to get my energy back. Drinking lots of water like I'm right now. But I wanted to talk about this because something that happens that tends to happen when we are down when we are having anxiety about our jobs or about whatever the fuck the downward spiral right it's almost like I don't know it's so hard to explain but I know you guys will be able to relate to this when something bad happens and we just go in a freaking spiral so something bad will happen or we'll get some bad news or we'll get like 
just like a little bit of a frustrating thing that happens at work and then we get into a bad mood or a funk and then the next thing that's smaller that really wouldn't normally set us off sets us off down into the spiral we go and so I was doing this a lot when I was like in the past week or two kind of slumping into this like seasonal depression I'm just like oh I fucking hate everything like fuck this fuck this fuck this I hate where I live I hate my neighborhood like I just like was spiraling down I'm like I hate everything <laughs> so it's like instead of my normal mindset where I tend to something will happen and I'm very quick at shifting into gratitude this other thing is happening right now where I'm just spiraling down and um, that just like is how people end up getting stuck is this downward spiral um, but then I kind of wanted to talk about what do we do when we're in a downward spiral or when we're feeling anxiety or when something bad happens because I often will have a client or someone just like even a friend I'm talking to about this and even for myself I've totally done this where I'm so focused on having a positive mindset and, and cultivating positivity that I forget to feel the feelings. I try to push them away instead of feeling through them. And it's very, very important that we have a balance here because when something bad happens, when someone offends us, when someone you know hurts us, when we get a bad performance review, whatever the thing is, we get in a fight with our spouse or our you know, significant other, it's very important to create a balance in our life where we feel the feelings, where we don't just push them away and say, no, I'm not gonna feel that, I'm gonna go into positivity, let's do some affirmations or let's do some gratitude. It's like with little things like traffic, traffic and road rage, those are great places to start with shifting. There's no need to feel the feelings of being mad that some car cut you off, right? Feeling those feelings is not necessary. We can shift that. We can teach ourselves to immediately like let that go. And like that's one thing that I've mastered because I used to have the worst road rage. That's something where completely now it's automatic for me. Like the other day I was behind a freaking trash truck and I was noticing it was taking me like forever to get out of my neighborhood. And I was just completely calm. And I was like, hmm, it's a trash truck in front of me. Okay. Because there's nothing I can do, right? There's nothing I can do until I could go around to him a minute later. But like a, a year or two ago, I would have been like super stressed and oh my God, my day is ruined. And just like the downward spiral would start at that moment. So that's a great place to start with shifting is like little things that tend to piss you off that you don't need to feel the feelings of. We, there's no there's no benefit of allowing yourself to be mad at traffic, right? So we can teach ourselves to shift automatically in those type of situations. What I'm talking about more is like, you get in a, in a fight with a significant other or a friend or a coworker or something like bad happens that makes you feel like deep, deeply these emotions um, that make you question yourself, that make you question your values, that make you feel unsafe because that's what it, you know when you get in a fight with a with a significant other typically that's that feeling it's it's we feel unsafe because that's our comfort zone that's being threatened those are the feelings that we kind of need to feel those are the things that 
I don't want you to push down into your body because if you immediately try to shift out of those situations and if you immediately try to go to positivity, those emotions are just literally going to be stuck inside of your body and they create physical pain. I had a lot of neck and shoulder pain um, a while back. I was going to the chiropractor and I had like all this neck and shoulder pain um, at work specifically. And when I started doing a lot of like meditating and journaling and just like shifting emotions and things like that, that went away. Like that was gone. And then when I go through a period of high stress and high pressure, it comes back. Like it's very, I hold stress in my neck and my shoulders. And that's what happens when you suppress emotions. It creates physical pain and physical ailments and dis-ease in the body and in the mind, right? So I don't want you to suppress emotions that are actually significant. I want you and myself to balance feeling the feeling. So like really just allowing ourselves to be upset when we are in that situation, allowing ourselves to, to kind of feel through it and be sad and cry it out. Like let the tears run down your face, like ugly cry, like get those emotions out, um, talk it out, talk to that person about how you feel, you know, express that those feelings, don't just hold them in. But then there's this, but there's this balance to it too. So shift out of the stupid, getting mad at traffic type of emotions, feel the feelings of deeper shit for a time, feel the feelings, cry it out, journal it out, let yourself, you know, call your mom, call your best friend and vent it out to them. And then we've got a shift because we don't want to go down the downward spiral. Um, I, in the past week, week or so, was having these things happen where I was feeling really down or really anxious and it just totally spiraled. And I was like letting myself feel the feelings a little bit too long because then the next thing happened and I would just go down the rabbit hole. So allow yourself to be in the emotions and feel the sadness um, and feel the pain and feel the anxiety. And then once you can kind of, you've been in it for a small period of time, then you can shift out of it. And shifting out of it can be a number of different ways. Um, one thing that you can do is you can actually, this is an action item for you today. This is your homework from listening to this podcast. I want you to make a list of things you can do to shift. And you could call it like your high vibes list. And you could make a list of just the things that you can do to just climb one step higher on like the staircase the like high vibe staircase or ladder, however you want to picture it. So it's the opposite of going down a downward spiral. It's what can I do to make myself feel just a little bit better incrementally? So I'm not totally, I'm not going to be like full of anxiety and then try to convince myself to be like super fucking happy. I just need to get myself one little step, one baby step further. Um, the opposite way so I can just start to raise my vibration just a little bit. What's one thing I can do? So for me, like um, thinking of things I'm grateful for, just thinking of like three things I'm grateful for, making the gratitude list, that really helps me shift. Listening to high vibe music, we know the music that makes us feel good. Listen to the music that kind of 
gives you the emotions you want to have. Um, drinking water, you know, drinking, drinking additional water can help you feel better. Moving your body, go for a walk. I don't care if you're just going to go for a walk in your building, you know, or do some jumping jacks, but moving your body can just help shift that energy, that emotion that gets stuck. So make a list of the things that make you feel really good. Maybe it's like, you know, texting a friend, um, a specific friend, or maybe it's FaceTiming your mom. Maybe, um, you know, there's just like different little things that, that help us shift our mood. For me, like meditating, if I can just meditate for a few minutes, I feel so much better, so much more connected. So that would be on my list. Um, and yeah, just make a list of the things you can do to just shift little by little. And so when we're feeling like we're starting to go down that downward spiral and we're starting to like get pissed off about additional things that normally we're not pissed off about, what can we do to shift just a little bit? I know I'm always, always, always talking about journaling, but one thing that I always recommend to clients is when you are in the thick of it, when you are really feeling anxious, whatever it is, just write down, like just like get it out of your head onto paper, write down some of the ways you feel. This works really, really well with self-doubt. So I work with a lot of people who are doing an online business, who are entrepreneurs, who are network marketing. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of self-doubt that comes along with that. Um, there's always like the, who, who the fuck am I to be doing this type of shit? So whenever you feel like that, or you feel like, you know, you're just shitty at doing your job or whatever it is, write that down, get that out of your head, get those feelings out. So yes, a lot of things today, <laughs> but, um, just like figure out how you can shift your emotions because at the end of the day, we are responsible for cultivating the life that we want to have and the feelings we want to have. And I've seen it firsthand for myself. I've seen a total shift in my how my brain's like automatic system works because things that used to make me mad I like don't care about anymore and things that are like kind of neutral I've created positivity and gratitude around so it's like my brain automatically goes in that direction but one other thing I wanted to just kind of like riff on today another thing that I've noticed that gives me anxiety lately is I have this obsession with my phone and I know all of us that grew up with cell phones feel this way, right? It's like your phone is like a part of you. It's like attached to your freaking hip. But especially being that my line of work involves being on Instagram, I've noticed myself having like an obsession with checking the gram. And um, if I'm like on the couch and the phone, my cell phone is in the kitchen, I'll notice it's not there and I'll start to feel a tiny bit anxious and then I'll go get my phone. So now I'm really trying to challenge that part of me because like, I don't, I don't want that to be my reality. I don't need to check Instagram every half an hour, right? I mean, it's one thing to be responding to the DMs I get from you guys in a timely manner, sure. Um, it's another thing to just be constantly looking for validation, which is what I'm doing. And I'm going to be completely honest about that because that's part of my commitment to you is to be honest. And yeah, I mean, I'm always checking, oh, who, like what's next on my notifications? Who's liking what, who's followed me, whatever. That's me just constantly seeking validation. And 
that's something that I'm really going to challenge. I'm not going to let myself live that way now that I've identified that. So one of the things I'm really focusing on right now is leaving my phone in the other room. <laughs> and it sounds so stupid, but like for me, it's like a little comfort zone thing to always have my phone on me. So even like last night, Alex and I, my husband and I went to go get some ice cream at Dairy Queen and I left my phone at home. So I'm really challenging myself to just not constantly be looking at my phone, not be checking Instagram a hundred times a day to seek validation. I'm really going to push myself to get into a more mindful state where I'm focused on the activity at hand. I'm focused on, you know, hang, when I'm with my husband, hanging out with him and speaking with him and not just like waiting for the next moment to look at my phone. So that's what I'm working on right now. And another little thing, um, actually, since we just kind of went through um, New Year's Day resolutions, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. However, I do have a word of the year. So I saw a bunch of people were doing word of the year and I was like, that's kind of cool. So my word right now it's flow. And I chose the word flow because I'm someone who previously was super, super, super in like the hustle. Like I was a freaking hustler from the time I was like 13 and I was damn good at it. And I can, I can focus for a long period of time on my work and I can go hard. And that's, that's helped me a lot in my career, it has. However, career is only one part of your life. Making money isn't everything. So to be you know, less anxious and to be my happiest self, I had to really, really challenge that part of my mindset that always felt like it had to be producing. And so now I'm really focusing on being in flow. And the state of flow is basically where you're doing what feels good at the moment and then going to the next thing that feels good and really more following your intuition. So I'm taking more actions based on intuitively what my gut wants me to do versus what's the productive thing I should be doing. Like what should I be doing right now? I don't want to, like I am not available any longer for living my life based on I should be doing this. That's not part of my reality anymore. I'm not allowing that. So for me, the word flow for the year just means, you know, allowing myself to work really hard when I'm, when that feels right, which is a lot of the time because I'm very aligned to my work. And then the other part is when I'm feeling some resistance to it, when I'm feeling like I need a break, I'm going to give myself that break. I'm going to take time for myself. I'm like drinking so much water today <clears throat> in this episode candid confidence. Um, so yeah, so that's my word of the year. I'm really focused on being in a state of flow, allowing myself to be open to that versus always feeling like I need to be hustling. And then another thing that I'm focusing on right now is doing more small acts of kindness. And this <laughs> makes me feel really good. And I absolutely love doing little things like buying Starbucks for the person behind me, even just like holding doors open for people, smiling at someone when their eyes meet mine, like in the street or like wherever, in the grocery store, like just being a little bit more kind to everyone that I encounter is positive, not only for me, but you know, for the ripple effect that I'm, that I'm seeking to create right as a human. So it's, um, 
it's a very positive thing, obviously, and it can really help me stay in high vibes too. And when I'm in higher vibes, everyone around me is going to be in higher vibes because they are contagious. <laughs> so that's kind of, I guess you could say that's my New Year's resolution. I mean, that's something I'm going to be focusing on is just doing little small acts of kindness um, along with being in flow. So if you have a word of the year or something you're kind of trying to work on right now, I would love to hear about it. Message me over on the gram or take a snap of this episode and kind of show me what you're thinking about, what you took away from this episode. Maybe you can relate to the cabin fever, the seasonal depression, or maybe you're, you're, you took something away with like working on getting out of the downward spiral, whatever it is. Take a snapshot of this, share with me. Um, that's how I can get more people into the, listening to the podcast, along with if you guys are willing to give me a rating and a review, more people will find this podcast and we can just kind of spread more of those positive vibes. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. I hope you loved this episode. I love you and I will see you in just a few days because I'm doing two episodes a week now. How exciting. I'm doing two episodes a week, so I will see you again very soon. Bye.